conversation. What up, y'all? <laughs> what up? I didn't press record that That's whole all right. time. What also, up? real quick, someone made fun of us because we have 271 in the title. They said, wow. Who has 271? Oh, I did. I never changed the title. I just went live. Huh? Yeah, yeah. It's all right. Damn. You could change it mid-thing, can you? Yeah. Um, I think Excessive could change it, right? Excess, can you change that title for me? So, <laughs> can you change that title, please? You'll see Fight Night. Makachev versus Green. Yo. Right. Yeah, who do you want to talk about? So, apparently, all of the top five is ducking my man, Makachev. Mm. At least that seems to be the the narrative that's being painted here. Well, if we look at the top five, though, we already have some fights lined up. All the top ten. Up. Let's say all of the, all right, fact, so all top, the top ten. ten. We, have, we have fights lined up, though, for the top five. We have Gaethje and Oliveira, right? May 7th. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chandler and Ferguson. Mm-hmm. Is that what is that May seventh as well? What is that? Is that I don't know if that's May seventh. I don't know. No, 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 that is May seventh. Yeah, that is May seventh. So that's wild there. And then uh, who's left? Benil and in, in uh, Zay Zali says they pussy like Green said. See, Green's doing a good job, man. <laughs> well, I mean, shout out to Green. He really has. Shout to. out to Green. Shout out to Green. He's doing a good job of selling it and 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 uh, make marketing himself and putting himself in a position where you know. Getting the fans by his side. Let's just put it like that. That's right. I mean, I'm gonna show my counterparts how it's done. Mm. He's already nine eight. days. What's up? <laughs> you go, please. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> yo, but yo, Big Timmy, what's good, bro? What up? Yo, come on though. Let me tell you this. I'm gonna tell you this right now. Let me tell. Let's be real, honestly. Are you blaming them? For people turning down the fights. Yeah. Short notice, too. I'm like that. I don't Short n- nine days. Bobby Green, you supposed to take that fight. You ain't ranked, bro. Yeah. You supposed to take that fight. Exactly. You supposed to take that opportunity. You got nothing to lose, only things to gain. Mm. I seen it coming from my guy, Gregor Gillespie. Mm. I don't like it. What were they saying? I, I didn't say I don't like it. They're saying, uh, why don't you fight this guy? You know, your pussy, da 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 da, this, this, and that. And I feel like, you know, Green did a good job of building up that narrative. You know what I'm saying? I see other fighters running with it. I see Chell Sonnen running with it. We're going to watch a video that he's talking about too. Mm. And think about it. Let's think about this logically for a second. Anytime, anywhere, any place. Absolutely. But at the end of the day, if you're ranked, if you're a higher ranked guy, you have a chance to fight the number one guy on nine days notice. You know you beat that guy. You have an opportunity to realize your your dreams, your goals, Every single thing, every time you threw a fucking punch, every push-up, every morning that you woke up, every mile that you ran, it all will fucking count after that moment, right? You have an opportunity to go and make and make good on all that work that you've done over the years. Why the fuck wouldn't I give myself the best chance possible? Mm. Nine days? And then like, oh, well, you weren't ready. Now you lose, right? And then it's like, all right, next at the end of the day, when you open that book and they look at the numbers, you look at that roster, it's win-loss. Mm-hmm. That's all the fuck that matters. No one cares about your excuses. No one cares about the circumstances of what what led to it. It's win. Did you win? Did you lose? You know what I'm saying? So you can't come down on a man for not taking a fight on nine days notice. A fight with a number one contender that will give him the opportunity to fight for a championship mm-hmm. belt and realize all his dreams. Nine fight win streak or whatever he's on. I don't give a fuck about the streak. <laughs> I don't care what streak that you're on. You know what I mean? It's not about the streak for me. I don't care who you are. It's about the op- the moment, the opportunity, what it all means. It means for me, if I win, 
I get to change my entire life. This is all I've been working for. Why the fuck would I put myself at a disadvantage? They're like, oh, it's an opportunity. It's an opportunity. For sure. But Bobby Green's opportunity. If they ask me to fight Usman tomorrow, <laughs> hell yeah. It's an opportunity. Right? If I'm number one, number two, or number three, they ask me to fight him tomorrow for what? Why wouldn't I give myself the best chance to 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 be prepared to beat this man? Mm-hmm. People think, oh, if you're a professional, you're in the shape all year round. You're always ready. You're always ready. And y'all don't know what the fuck y'all. T- and I hear other professionals. I'm shocked to hear other professionals speak like that. Because you know what it takes to get ready for a particular style. You know what it takes to prepare for someone. I'm in shape all year round. Da, 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 da. Hold on. So, no. Y'all can go ahead and hit the ramp button halfway through this motherfucker. <laughs> right? Yeah, do it. It's like. It's like, well, I'm always in shape and I'm ready to go because you're always coasting. No, what it takes to prepare for a bout, a lot of people don't know, man. It's like you cannot keep that level of intensity all year round. Your body will break down. Mm. You just cannot do it. It's physically impossible unless you want some serious type of steroids. Do your thing. Illegally. It is what it is. Do your thing. (laughs) But you can't. So that narrative is like, it's good for entertainment. It's a good narrative to create, to get get people talking and get the fans on your side. But nah. So what are you saying now? My fault. Excessive (laughs) made a point. I I know what you're going to say. But Excessive said, you might not get another chance. What if you're in a really deep division where you might legitimately never get the chance again? All right. Well, if they're coming for you, if you're ranked number in the top five, top 10, you will get another chance. You should. If, especially if you believe in yourself. Listen, this ain't something where it's like, yo, all right, well, I'm not sure, so I'm going to... If you believe in you... You already made it that far. And you know your your ability, you're like, all right, I'm going to get another shot. I'll also, get another shot. Also, you know you're helping And I'm pretty prepared for that next fucking shot. Mm. I'm not just going to take it on nine days. Mm. We got to we gotta put some merit to that, you know? Sounds good when, when some people say it. It sounds good, but I don't know. Z2 made another good point. He said, not even if they beat him, if they just put up an actual fight against him and not get dominated, that would put hella shine on them too. Absolutely. I do agree. I do agree. But do you know best? what it takes to prepare for a bout with an opponent of that caliber? And the stakes. And the stakes. Fuck the fuck, And at the end of the day, fuck the, oh, I put up a good fight. Who the fuck wants that? Right. Well, if you come in on nine days and you take it, yeah, that's not. I don't care. At the end of the day, when they look on the paper, what are they gonna say? It's a loss. loss. Give yourself the best chance. Prepare. That's all I'm saying. If it, but the Bobby Greens of the world, dudes that are not in the rank, dudes who are like in the fifteen, not like ten down. Lose. Hell yeah. You outside the rankings? Hell yeah. And let's Run also it. Mention that Bobby Green just fought, so he's in he's in prime shape. shape. He should be in going up to one ninety five. Is cap. 100%. Do you believe that? Who, Bobby Green? No yeah. chance, yeah. I feel like there's no Cap. chance. Oh, yeah, I cut this mod, but he's playing the game. Right. He's being smart about it, right? He's creating his own narrative, and it's good. That's what you should do. Like he said, we're all selling something. We're all, as fighters, we, we are a product. We are selling something. I love that, what he said. Because it's true. What I'm selling is better than you. your championship material, sure, but what I'm selling is better than yours. People are going to tune in to see me before they see you. Mm. And I agree with that. So he he understands the game. He knows what it is. And he's playing that. He's writing his own narrative and he's doing a great job of it. Um, Excessive said, it's like we always talk about recency bias. Exactly. And exactly. 2K said, as much as I love Bobby, Islam isn't going to lose. 
Uh, well, we'll see. Colossus says Bobby Green is a surefire certified swang and bang. Also, shout out Wadi. He just gifted a sub. Look at that. Mm, one time, one he, time, he one, time one time, his, one time, one time. By his comments being read. <laughs> so, so listen. Let's listen to the bad guy. Let's listen to the bad guy's take on it. Here's the bad guy's take. Tell me if y'all got if y'all got volume or not. Where we at with it? I don't even know where we at in this. No, they said they can't hear it. Y'all can't hear it? Mm-mm. Hold up. Hold up. But happy Friday, everyone. It's been a while. And Legend 6 Foe just subscribed. Eight months. Yes, sir. Let's go, Legend. Eight months in a row. Yeah, y'all killing it, man. Uncle Chell. We're going to listen to what Uncle Chell has to say. Hold up. Tell me if y'all get volume in a sec. Hold on. There is no volume? Oh, Lord. And also, just as a completely side note, this has nothing to do with MMA real quick. I just want to know, I don't know if Wentenner is here as well, but 2K, Wentenner, everyone who voted Team Cassie on my Euphoria post, I want to know how you guys are feeling right now. That's it. All right. All right. Bad time to insert that. But okay. (laughs) Actually, there's no sound. I don't want to go through dealing with the sound right now. All right. So. Well, yes. Break it down for us. What he said. Oh, there you go. My bad. And I wasn't the first guy that was called. I don't know who else (laughs) was called. Or just click on the link below. I was talking to you yesterday, and I asked a very simple question. I had yeah. listened to Bobby Green on Errol Hawani's show. Bobby Green said I wasn't the first guy that was called. I don't know who else was called, but they're all, and he called him the P word. Like scientists. And that got me thinking, yeah, you're right. They didn't call Bobby first. They didn't, they didn't just call one guy and change it five pounds, fly him in from vacation. Obviously, they were running out of options when they finally got to Bobby. That's very obvious, and I thought of it as soon as Bobby got done saying it. But then I wanted to know, who are these names? Because I don't want a mistake of coming down here and shining these guys up. I don't want to package a guy who was offered an opportunity and turns out he's not ready. Those aren't my kind of guys. I don't want somebody that's scared to take on anybody, even if his name's Islam Makhlchuk. I don't want to be behind those guys. So I would like to know, who is that? Well, Bobby hasn't answered the question yet, and I suspect that Bobby wouldn't know the answer to it, but Islam did. Islam said when he got the call, hey, Darush is hurt that Islam said, just get me somebody. Get me Gillespie. Get me RDA. Get me Fitzai. Just went through the list. As he should. And Islam said, Bobby's getting the fight because Bobby's the only one that got back to me. Now, I realize there's a language barrier there. I realize the way it is, he's the one that got back to me. I realize that makes it sound like Islam was out finding opponents. But for all I know, he was. It could have been Ali for all I know. Ali might have been going to these guys. Hey, you want to fight Islam? I, I don't know what happened. But I do accept that and I do appreciate that because some guys are going to do their talking by competing. Some guys are going to do their talking on the microphone. The greats are going to have a combination of both. But if you do want to look at the way Islam's going, which is very light on talk, very high on performance, that's the same that his mentor Khabib did. Khabib didn't come out of his shell and even fully grasp the language. I mean, there was a time Khabib was fighting, he had to have an interpreter. Khabib took that serious. He wanted to communicate. He learned English. He started doing press conferences alone, back and forth with the audience. But I'm just sharing with you, that was a work in progress. And guys like Khabib and guys like Islam still deserve the same credit. Somebody that's willing to step in on short notice deserves a lot of credit. But at the same time, these guys that aren't ready for whatever reason, I don't believe anybody that they weren't ready. I don't. Maybe they weren't in peak shape or this wasn't perfect or or making weight was going to be a little bit uncomfortable. I don't think so. I think it's the part that makes me look down on you the most, which is you found out who the opponent is. 
if you found out who the opponent was ever and you said no, but if it was a different opponent and you would have said yes, you now go into the category of a bully by definition. A bully is somebody that picks on somebody because they can. That's the definition. A guy that's mean to everybody is just a dick, which I'd way rather deal with a prick out there than I would with a bully. I just don't like them. Dealt with them the same, same as you guys did at some point in your life. I just don't like them. Got to be anybody or it's got to be nobody. Real simple. I do think that it's it's very important, though, that Islam do get the credit for saying, get me anybody. Islam didn't get a call. It's Bobby Green. Okay, I think I match up well. Let me talk to my coaches and my team. Okay, I'll do it. He said, get me anybody from Jump Street. Of course. No? Mm -hmm. He says, get me anybody because he's prepped. He had X amount of time to prepare for an opponent, maybe a different opponent. But still, it doesn't matter. I'm ready. I'm in physical shape, uh, peak shape. I think that I am the best in the world. So nine days notice, hell yeah. Let's go. He's already there. He's already mm -hmm. there. As 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 for going up for the person that that hasn't been preparing for a bout. And yes, as a pro athlete, your job is, you know, ready. to be to Being stay shape. in shape. Stay in shape. But let me explain you something to y'all that I think a lot of people don't understand. And surprisingly, there is some people at the highest level that still don't understand this. You have to be. There's a difference between being in shape and being in fight shape. Mm -hmm. It's so different. Mm -hmm. It's so different, bro. It's not the same at all. So. And the preparation is different. The preparation is extremely different. So for you to say, well, all right, you should be in shape anyway, it's so different. For a guy that's in fight shape, preparing for a bout, preparing to go five fives, and just you can't keep that up all year round without breaking your body down. If you're doing it properly. If you're doing it the right way. And legally. And legally, 100%. <laughs> right? Um, so I dis I completely disagree with Chael on this one. Listen, he's the bat, he's the guy, it's Chael's son, and you know what I'm saying? But listen, bro, I gotta disagree with him here. I, I have to, you know, because I just don't, I just, I don't see it. You cannot look down on the guy for not taking a fight on nine days notice. I the guy who was in shape and got ready for the fucking bout in nine days. Hell yeah. He shouldn't be like, if he pull out a fight, let, that's a bad look. He should be like, yo, I'm number one, right? I'm the number one contender. It doesn't fucking matter. Any, Anybody could me. get it. That's all I'm saying. I love how he also says he looks down upon them as if he's on like this <laughs> super high pedestal up there. And, but he goes on to fucking uh, talk about himself, about how he was like, that's how he was anybody, anytime. And like, all right, it's Chael Sonnen, but all right, let's take a step back. And that's why Chael Sonnen's career looks how it looks. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that's not, a, that's not a stab at Chael Sonnen. He's a fucking absolute legend. You know what I mean? But... We got to we got we, we got to say facts. facts is facts, bro. And the level of competition back then when he was fighting is yeah, not the ex same. it's different. It's very different. He goes on to reference uh guys like uh Michael Bisping, you know, they did it and look what Michael Bisping is and yes, and he sacrificed the fucking eye. Mm. Right? But um I it's it's yes, there is opportunity. Let me not just stay all the way on on one on one side on this. There is major opportunity, right? And it's a gamble that you take, but it's Sometimes it's just not worth it. Mm -hmm. It's just not, especially if you got to know when to fucking when to when to fold your cards and when to play. That's all I'm saying, right? And you just got to be smart with it. And it's being that tough guy of like, oh, any, anybody, any place, anytime. Absolutely, 
You should. But there is a point where you got to know when to play that game. Early in your career and where I'm at, I don't have that luxury. Mm. Let's get it. Anybody. That's where I'm at now, right? That's how it goes. But once you become that top five, top ten guy, and there's an opportunity like that, and they give you nine days notice to fight the champ, and you are not prepped, we can't out. No. That's a risk. That's a major risk to set you back. Because mm. you may not get that opportunity. You may not get that again. opportunity again after you go. And then they're like, oh, well, if you went in there and just put on a show and like, I don't know. They love that. I get it. But I don't know about that, man. And it all depends on the circumstances and the bag and all that. That's about that's a whole nother conversation. You're just saying the chance of it because it could reroute your career completely. 100%. Even if you do well. I agree. Okay. Um, to the comments real quick. Excessive said, Ali probably pressed them to keep the fight on this card. Gregor or someone might have taken that fight with an extra two or three weeks to prep. Yes. So maybe if they pushed it back. But let's finish it. Let's see what he said. What else, what else he goes on to say here? That's the same thing that Conor McGregor has done. People are arguing against Conor being looked at for a world title fight there's not anybody else within the division that's got three world championships nobody looks better on paper than connor so of course you want to throw that out and you just want to talk about looks what's most recent what's most recent only wants to be brought up when that favors you and or your client what in the hell's the point of doing all these fights for all these years what was connor's point of being an intern champion 45 pound champion and 55 pound champion if he doesn't get to use that resume at some point to help himself of course it matters bet it does but one thing that connor always did is he was willing to compete it's one reason that connor always got these opportunities guys i will tell you till i'm blue in the face the single greatest way to break into this industry is to be ready on short notice agreed again agreed and i would talk about those are things that i I agree with Mm. no being ready for short notice when you're not in the ufc right absolutely you got to be ready to go Cause it's an opportunity when you're on the fucking roster and not ranked absolutely again it's an opportunity and you got to stay ready as a professional your job is to stay ready mm. when it comes to preparing for a world championship uh things that are going to change the landscape of the game that can alter your career and potentially change your life at that point you got to be smart now not that you're ducking fights and picking and choosing but you got to give yourself a good chance, a winning chance. And Bobby Green, being unranked, he has nothing to fucking lose. And he just fought a couple weeks ago, so he still has residual work. He's in shape. So... Uh, Wadi actually made, uh, he said, (laughs) Shell forgot to mention that Gregor said that after his last win, quote, I've never been one to jump on a short notice fight. And that's definitely not going to start at 34 years old. If anything, it's less likely to happen because I'm not staying in fight camp year round. Maybe 10 years ago I would have been, but I'm just looking for the right opponent at this point. I only have a certain number of fights left. It's not a secret. I'm not 25. Yeah. Makes sense. And, but you you could say Gregor does stay in phenomenal shape though. He does, but, that, again, but it's a different it's type so of shape. It's so easy for us to come on here and say and 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 again, there is some high level guys that that do the same thing, which I'm shocked about. But you know, it is what it is. Everyone's preparation is different, but there is a level of of training that you go through in preparation for a fight that is like no other when you if you're not training for a fight, you're just not doing that kind of training, and you just physically cannot keep that kind of, that level of training up uh-huh. maintenance training the all year round gr- getting better you know what i mean tech building your technique 
but that level of uh of of just what it takes grind and fucking endurance and just being in shape and just that portion just that non-stop fucking uh it's terrible it's terrible and and you can't keep that up all year round i don't care what anyone says unless you're, unless TJ, you're not doing it right tj dillashaw well you know you got the syringe to help him um, at the time. <laughs> excessive ass. If you got a call today to fight in one and a half to two weeks for someone in the top to top ten to fifteen in the division, would you take it? Top ten, yeah, I would, one hundred percent. Because you don't have anything to do. I'm unranked. That is an opportunity for me, one hundred percent. But uh, if I'm ranked ten and they're asking me to fight, if I'm ranked nine and they're asking me to fight um, the number one guy. On nine days notice Absolutely Not Unless I'm in good shape Unless I'm prepared If I'm not prepared Then no That's how I see it I got one, two, Shout three, out four, five, six, seven, eight Shooters ready to gun you down Shout out Meaty Balls Shout out my guy Dank with the red Much love, much love also, I like these uh, headphones on. You like it? It's kind of interesting. It sounds sponsored by it, right? It sounds yeah, it like it sounds actually pretty good. You guys could hear me through the headphones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, damn. You can hear everything, even the sound. Does it make Does it make you sound uh, make us sound more professional? I think it does. It makes us sound like we know what we're talking about. But yeah, but that's not true. Yeah, that's I mean, true. We all know that. That's true. What's that's up, true. people? How you doing? Dank raid. Yes, thank you very much, My Cody boy, Dank. Dank. Shout out, Dank man. Yo, y'all go follow Dank. Show him some love. Um, He's always he's always got some good takes on a, on the game. He knows a lot about the game, you know. Even though he he's not a fighter or anything like that, but he he actually has a, a really a lot of really good takes and a lot of knowledge on the game. So y'all go show my man some love, man. All right. So back to the video. Clearinghouse through the NCAA, and I would talk to you about how scholarships work in college, and I would talk to you that you you you've got to be into your second year before you can enter the draft. I could explain that to you. I could explain to you about getting picked up and signed to the league, making it to the playoffs, having more points than this guy when time runs out, moving to the next round. I could explain to you very clearly and precise how to be a Super Bowl champion. I cannot precisely tell you how you get into the UFC. That question's been around. I've been asked it a hundred times, but there's not an exact answer. I will say things like, well, the greatest vehicle is the ultimate fighter. And now there's an opportunity called the Dana White Contender Series. And of course, you want to find a gym and you want to get the equipment. You want to show up every day. You want to start to build a name on the regional scene. I can give you stuff that everybody else has done. Like there's a way for me to answer the question, but I can't guarantee that it happens. He asked me how to win the Olympics. I can give you an architecture that for (laughs) sure, if you do, you will be the Olympic champion. In this sport, instead of telling you, go out there, get these fights, pick a weight class, come up with a nickname, build your social media, instead of doing all of that, I can just tell you, be ready. 100% I could not get in the UFC, specifically in me. I fought a guy named, you want to hear an ironic story? I fought a guy named Babalu. (laughs) Babalu is a total stud, but he was really feared at the time I fought him. He just looked scary. He just, Babalu looked the part, not to mention he could get down. I fought Babalu in California. The promoter that put that event on went against the attorney general's office, who did not have a sanctioning body yet, told the attorney general, oh, no, no, I'm not doing a fight. I'm filming a movie. This is all scripted. 
So Dana, who's in the process of trying to get regulation throughout the country, including California, now the whole sport gets a big black eye. And people are throwing their hands up. They don't want to do it. And Dana goes, anybody that fought on that card will never fight in the UFC. And I'm still going, but Dana, we didn't know. Nobody told us this. No, we had no idea. This movie business and predetermined outcome and the attorney general, these are all things that we heard after the fact. Now, why I tell you it's ironic is Babalu found a way around it because he did such a good job. He won an eight-man tournament in one night. He could write his own, his own ticket, and he did it to the UFC. He had a short-notice replacement fight needed. I contact Joe Silva. I got guys allegedly speaking up for me. I found out they weren't, but allegedly were speaking up for me, trying to get me in the organization. They, I get Joe Silva's email. I had to pay $1,500 to get it. Turned out it was real easy, jsilva at UFC.com. I probably should have guessed that, but I didn't. Yo, Joe, Joe's a hustler, though. <laughs> He's a hustler for that. <laughs> 1500 get an email, send him, a, and it says, I will fight Baba Luke. Nothing else was said. I was signed and had a contract that night. So not only I went from a blacklist, I went from a blacklist for fighting a guy that we're now going to rematch on pay-per-view. Cool story, but it's my story. So when I tell you how important it is to be ready on short notice, I'm telling you from experience. Ask Michael Bisping if he could have got a world title fight. Because Michael Bisping did everything that you need to do, but he didn't get one until he agreed to do it on short notice. He is now in the Hall of Fame and a world champion. Ask him how short notice worked out. Bobby Green was not going to be considered for a main event. Bobby Green was never going to be in a number one contenders match, at least not within this calendar year. He's going to be Saturday. Why? Because it was short notice. Being ready is the key in this sport. And I will always test a guy when a guy comes to me for help. Jail. Will you help? Will you be my mentor and help guide me through this sport? I will always test him because I'm a coach at heart. That's just inside of me. I can't get rid of him. But I will test him the same way I just did right now. Are you at all times in shape? Are you at all time up to speed on your licenses? Are you all time clean for a drug test? Are you at all times willing to compete when Saturday night rolls around? If the answer is no, I'm not your guy, but you're not mine. I work with guys exclusively who are actual professionals who are ready, willing, and able. And not in that order. What are your thoughts? I mean, he makes a lot of good points. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, I like he keeps saying that being ready basically gets you far in this sport, which is 100%. true. It is 100%. true. But then it also goes back to, once again, of the argument of these top guys in the top five. Are they going to take a fight like this on short notice for something that could potentially set them back? Yeah, pretty far. Yeah. I mean, they're helping the UFC out, taking a fight on short notice. They can they can get another fight, or they could work with the UFC and get you know something that they because they help them out. I feel 100%. like one hundred percent. But still, if they lose that fight or take some damage or get you know get knocked out or something, it's like it's very it's a big risk. Jorge Jorge did it against uh, against uh, Usman the f- the first fight. The first fight, yeah. You know what I mean? It went the went the decision. Mm-hmm. He got ready that next time, had the whole camp, and then got knocked out. <laughs> so I I can see people making that argument, right? But I personally think at that level, you have an opportunity to make all your your make all your dreams come true, all that work that you've put in over the years to actually matter. Why wouldn't you give yourself the best chance possible? Mm-hmm. And Everything that Chell says holds true throughout as a professional. Yes. Going up, going into the UFC, just being a, another fighter on the roster. Yes. Being in the top 15 even. 
yes, once you break into that top eight, I think, once you're there, I believe it's still the same. Yeah, I'm always in shape. I'm fighting anybody, right? But you need to be prepared. You need to be, there is no, oh, he got a camp. I didn't get a camp. I'm going to fight him on nine days notice. Mm. I'm going to fight. For everything that I've worked for, I just don't think it's worth it, man. Mm. You know? But mm-hmm. that's just me. Leading up, everything holds true of what he's saying. 100%. That's just what it is. Mm-hmm. Right? But again, there is a major difference. And and this is why I feel a lot of fans will, won't get this part. No matter, like I say, it's on blue in the face. There is a major difference to being in shape and being in fight shape. Mm-hmm. It was a huge difference. Right? You've seen me out of camp, right? I'm fucking shredded all the time. Right? That's no hype or nothing. Not a big deal. Oh, humble brag. That's what it is. I'm fucking shredded all the fucking time. Yeah, I kind of wish I looked like you. It's just, it's just what it is. In fight camp, and you would just assume I'm in great shape. Mm. Right? And I am in good shape. I'm in phenomenal shape. I can fucking run. I can do whatever. I can grapple. I can do, I can do three, four rounds, whatever. But fight shape, there is a different level of intensity that I cannot keep up. Right. Whereas if I was in fight shape, I would be able to just do that nonstop. You see what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. that's most fighters. So that's when you start to see guys getting tired. That's when you start to see guys not being able to grind through that extra takedown, not being able to really push the way and, and set a pace that they normally can set. And I think that's important because a lot of guys use that as a part. That's taking away a massive part of your game, a massive part of a weapon, a PC arsenal. You know what I mean? Like there's dudes out here that weaponize cardio. Look at like mm-hmm. Bilal Muhammad. He. He doesn't do anything great. He has great wrestling, and he's fucking, his cardio is insane. Mm. He's just going to run a pace on you that motherfuckers can't keep, mm-hmm. right? And he'll break you. So it's like, if you take that away from a person, then you take away a, a huge part of their game. Mm. Um, Rasta Reverend also said three fra- three rounds versus five rounds, too. Massive difference. Massive difference. Um, So being in, and again, I cannot stress it enough, man. That level of shape, they're like, just be in shape. Be in shape all year round. Who's not in shape all year round at this point in the game? You know what I mean? Unless you're fucking Patty Pimlet or one of those young dudes who are just don't understand the game like that yet. Once you start to get the game and you start, you know what I'm saying, some experience, you're always going to be in shape. You're not fucking around. You die at some point. You're like, you're professional, so you're going to act like it. Mm. But it comes to it comes to a point where you got to realize, like, you cannot maintain that level of intensity all year round. Your body's just going to break down. It's impossible unless you want to juice. You got to be on some serious gear. That's the only way. You know who to go for that. Who? I mean, probably names, pop some names off. Do it. John Jones. Oh, oh I knew that was going to be your first name, bro. DJ Dillashaw. Speaking we of Johnny up. Bones. <laughs> yeah, true. Actually, quick we're going to talk about that. segue into my guy, Johnny yeah, Bones, Yeah, we can talk bro. about John Jones real quick. Um, Fuck, man. Are you guys going to talk about these fights? Oh, my fault. My yeah, fault. No, yeah, we're going to talk about the we'll, fight. We'll talk about some rant. Yeah, we'll talk. We'll go around. You want to take some, take some, before we get into that next topic, you want to uh, talk to chat and see what the, what some Chad's of it takes, been right? saying a lot. My bad, chat. We just been ignoring y'all, right? Um, oh, actually, Mouthful of Tide Pods had a good question. He said, any idea what the UFC compensates for short notice fights? Um, it, it varies. It changes. It's going to be different depending on, you know, cause obviously they're going to pay you to take a short notice fight. They're going to give you that bread. You know what I mean? They're going to definitely pay you extra. Mm-hmm. Um, especially if you're a guy that shows up. That's one thing I will say about the UFC that I love about the UFC is that, yo, if you're, if you're fighting and if you're entertaining and if you're going out there and you really put, you, you carrying yourself like a professional, win, lose a draw, you go out there and you excite the fans and you put on a show, they're going to fuck with you. Mm-hmm. 
They're going to fuck with you. And then you know, they're going to take care of you. Mm. You know what I mean? So uh, shout out to the UFC. Shout out to the UFC. I agree. Um, do you want to talk about John Jones? Or do you want to talk about fights? Let's talk about the John Jones thing real quick. So, uh, yeah. So John Jones tweeted, of course, he went to Twitter and said um, basically that his wife left him. He said, this is his exact tweet. My fiance left me about two months ago. Today she finalized that she won't be coming back. If you are a John Jones hater, have a toast. I feel like shit. Grab your cup. Can I tell you <laughs> Grab your cup, you motherfucker. <laughs> I know it. Grab your cup. Let me tell Grab you Grab it because I know you're a John Jones hater. <laughs> I'll take you a know shit. what that's giving? That's like the John Jones version of y'all won mm-hmm. from Offset when, when Cardi left him. <laughs> she left me y'all and all won. He said, all he tweeted was y'all won. <laughs> Man, listen. He, dude, he's, like, he's such a fucking... He's trying to make people feel bad for yeah, him. Yeah, he like victimizes he's, himself. Yeah, he, he's a narcissist. There. This guy's Yeah, he's a narcissist. Whoa, this guy's whoa, a narcissist. Whoa, 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 nah, he's whoa, clearly whoa. a narcissist. He's up with the John Jones slander. All right, chill. Listen, nah, you could love him in the. Octagon. I love. I, I do love him in the octagon. You could love what he does in the octagon. He that's the you, the two can exist at the same time. You could be like, yo, he's one of the greatest of all times, and be like, but he's a piece of shit. Damn, I that, I think he he got demons, man. That dude is oh, going obviously. through some shit. He, he has addiction. That's can we say that there's an addiction issue there? Yeah. Whether it's to Are cocaine or alcohol, like, or... more like straight line yeah. or whatever than yeah. he is. Yeah, they're, they're pretty the good. I don't know. No, I think no, he's, he's the youngest. youngest. Yeah. Okay. Well. <laughs> but mm. listen, man, with John Jones, that video, that video was rough. That video was hard to watch. You know what I mean? And of him drunk with yeah, the cops. He he definitely sounded like a. He was <laughs> fucked up. He sounded crazy. He sounded like a a, a you know like a like a middle aged white woman. He did. Yeah, he, he was sure fucked did. up. Was, I'm sorry. <laughs> I just, just want to read wilding. this real quick. <laughs> Kamora said. He said. Guys, John knows it's bad in the Ukraine, but put yourself in his shoes. Damn. <laughs> Literally, that's what he's giving right now. Yeah. But anyway, continue. Damn. Yeah, he, he he did sound like a middle-aged white woman. <laughs> and then, like, this, he was like, oh, what did he say? He's, he's, I don't know, man. With John, it's, it's tough. It's a tough situation. He is the best in the world. And it sucks that that video came out after all that because we already been there again. It kind of just re-sparked that, and now we're talking about it again, mm-hmm. you know? But um, his fiance left him apparently, right? Is what he says. As she should have. Let's be real. Yeah. As she should As have, she and she should have done it. Sooner. You think? I don't think she. Ago. You think she, being with they've been together that long? I feel like she'll be back. Once you put your hands on someone like that, you're not. Mm-mm. When you see the picture they posted after, like they was cool. Yeah, yeah. The video of him like kissing her, and then like maybe she went to like therapy, that. and they were like, "Girl, the fuck, no." Oh, or maybe knows. she spoke to family because that's a no. If if anyone I cared about came to me and I and that's what's going on, I'm be like, you no, you you I, can't stay there. It's damn. that simple. With, with John, with John though, I think that I think that there's always gonna be an issue. This is just always for sure. He's got mental issues. Yeah, he has issues for sure. Yeah, he needs help. Yeah, he he needs severe help. He needs a lot of help. And fighting probably is not helping him either. So who's <laughs> gonna help him? What does he need to do? He needs to, he needs he himself. needs to seek professional help. <laughs> He, needs, he to, needs to want help. Yeah, exactly. For himself and then seek professional help and get it. Because if, if his wife leaving him and his, his daughter's, you know. I think he's just on social leaving, media too. He's like, why are you tweeting that? He needs, he needs like real friends and real management around him to just to log him out of everything and be like, all right, we're going dark. Let's do an intervention. He's rich. Bring in some of these 
therapists and do do a retreat. That's what rich people do. They you know they get exhaustion and they da da da. Put him away, put him away to one of these retreats. Get him the fluids. Didn't he do that already though? Five no clue. Yeah, he he, he did like a. Well, he was in rehab at one point. Okay, but it's like a, a different type of Mental rehab, retreat. like a, a retreat where they that he just has like a team of professionals like checking on his physical health, mental health, emotional health. They provide the meals for him. He's got enough money to do that, and he needs to stay there for a minimum one month. That's what I think until it becomes like a lifestyle where he's like meditating every day. Oh, see do, now you're acting too acting too much for my guy John. Well, then he's then he wants it to is kill people. Is. He doesn't want to meditate. <laughs> nah, but it, someone like him needs that. You need that. How do you think that's gonna help him? Because it's going to get him into a place where he has mental clarity. He has no mental clarity right now. I could tell you that. Or And they also need to run tests and make sure his brain is okay. Wow. Not in a mean way, but he, he gets hit. Look, you saw the way he pounced his head on that fucking Yo, cop car? That right there? And he probably does that shit. I, I can imagine the holes, the wall, the, the holes in his walls at, at home. Yo, if that's John, what he's doing to the cop car. John is a true token, token black guy at like the frat parties like... I never been, but what I see on TV and <laughs> what I and what I know, what I for my fucking, I just look at this dude. I'm like, bro, you are extremely whitewashed, mm-hmm. like, like maxed out. Like this dude <laughs> is like to the fucking core. Like just his reaction, the way his rage was, it was not like a normal person upset. Like, you know what I'm talking. I see your face. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> nah, because you know what I'm talking no, about, no, no, bro. Because no, the white Phil, Phil, no. he. Phil's, 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 Phil's you know, know. Phil's you know, you lived that life, bro. Talk to me. You lived the frat boy life, like, talk to me. He was I mean, not really, but but you've been around. Is that how they act? I mean, yeah, I guess you could say so. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking knew it. I think. Yo. I think. Um, yeah, excessive said that was white people anger. Yo, he was. <laughs> he was okay. raged out, bro. Like, no, he was. He definitely was. Like that was that was that was. Kind of, I, it's not funny, but it's funny. It's not funny, but it's funny. That's I'm just put it like that. The way it all unfolded was kind of funny. What? I, no. Just his reaction. I was. I didn't listen, listen. I'm not making fun of like first the situation first. is sad, but to see him screaming the way he was screaming and beating his head, I'm like, nah, dog, you wilding. Chris Lesu said might be the roids, man. You think? I, don't know. I mean, he had alcohol in his system. For I think he sure. was just drunk and probably and cocaine, out. and I think that. Could See, do it now too. y'all keep putting extra shit on the guy, man. Stop, man. He, he was he not celebrating? Out celebrating, and he likes to celebrate a certain type of way. So we're gonna be like, oh no, we don't have, we don't have, we don't have I'm proof. not gonna speak on any of that. That we, we don't, don't have know proof yet. We don't know if there so were any substances in his body, but there probably were. But what I was gonna say to that is just from, a f- never mind. Continue. Okay. Okay. Yeah. If you say never mind, I know it was gonna be wicked. Yeah, we're it's done. Be no, bad. Not so let's just no, keep no, it going. No, I just feel like <laughs> let's not bring it up. But yo, it's not you're getting hate in the did, chat. Did, anyways, did you Who, see? Me? Did you see what um, Kobe Covington said? Kobe Covington when he said John Jones um, when he tweeted his wife left him, he said he said finally you finally knocked some sense into her. <laughs> I did see that. Yeah, I did. Um. Oh, I see. First time chat from the Dominator four six five said all women are mental health experts. Not at all, bro. Not at all. And I'm not saying any me or anyone. I see a mental health expert. I'm not one. Mm. I the the light went out. But um, the thing is that I think the the reason why women are so quick to go to mental health is because we've always been safe to go to mental health. Women, it's all right. Nobody's judging us because we're seeing a therapist. Men, you guys don't Ooh, have that luxury. Ain't nobody judging me if I want to see a therapist. No, no, no. But I'm I saying don't judge co- anybody for wanting to see 
a therapist? No, you don't. But culturally, men are supposed to be able to handle that shit. Men are supposed to just take it all in stride and da da da, and and you're, that's why your mental health is suffering. So no, not all women are mental Who, health. Me? No, 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 no. I'm saying in general. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> not all women are mental health experts. We're just more open to it because we've had the luxury of it being okay for us. Mm. So right. bars. Are we talking about any fights? Um, um, why do you keep saying that you skipping the fights because you're not trying to oh, talk yeah, about he, Terrence McKinney? Yeah, he said like five times. <laughs> is that what it is? Is that what it is? He said we're not, not doing talking no, about any no, fights. We, we're going into the fights, man. I just feel like, yo, I don't know. Mouthful uh-huh. of Tide Pods. Or one more question. He said, be real, Randy. Do you think it's mentally weak if your opponent has a breakdown like this? No. You don't You don't know what, again, yeah, Soph just said you don't know what they're going through. Um and anyone can have a mental breakdown. See, sometimes we, we have a tendency to to correlate um, being strong and being tough, especially as men kind of like we can't show emotion. We can't have a, a, a moment of weakness, you know, mentally. It's like, listen, I'm in touch with my emotions, man. I, I feel my emotions. You know what I'm saying? I go through them. And if you, underst- if you understand your emotions and you understand what it is, then and you can control it. It doesn't make you any weaker than anybody else. You know what I mean? Being mentally weak for me personally is letting your emotions uh, take you over. You know what I'm saying? And not being able to have that clarity. Mm. Being mentally weak is uh, being so afraid to show. Watch your step behind you. Being so afraid to show your emotions that you you end up like blocking shit out, blocking people out and start doing weird shit. Mm. That's mentally weak. Being mentally weak to me is like being like being... Being scared, and listen again. This is this is my take on it. This is my take, right? This is the only thing that may be a hot take for y'all. Being scared to walk out during your fight, and then having a panic attack and turning back—that that's how I think it is. Is mental weak? You're, that's just me. That part right there was low. It, it may be a hot take because people are like, "Oh, he is mental." Some people struggle with different I shit, mean, and I'm like. I've seen it. I was just saying that's definitely that happened, right? Yeah, one hundred percent. You make it to that point, and you're like, you fucking, you have a panic attack. Listen, anybody can have a panic attack, but I think that's a that's a little bit of a weakness. And they don't go out to fight. Don't go out, or like, if someone could play on your emotions and get you upset during the fight, mm. I think I think that's that's a that's a, a sign of weakness. amount of weakness. Mm. Interesting. Cookie Man Max says, "Sup, touch and go, and bro." My boy, Cookie Man, what up? Z2A1Y5 says, mad respect for that. Not men, not many men admit they have emotions. Abuse yeah. becomes the abuser. Yeah, it's weird, right? Especially in mixed martial arts. It's supposed to be like, oh. And it's more so, I see it in the fans more so than the fighters, though, to be honest. Because, you know, what MMA attracts is that. The macho guy. Especially the guy who doesn't really know about martial arts. Mm. They just watch UFC. The UFC, they think they got to be like, just oh, bleed. oh, I'm a stud. I'm a stud. Mm. And like, bro, 90% of fighters, I'm going to go ahead and say 97% of fighters that you watch on TV are some of the nicest people in the world. Mm. Every fighter, that most fighters I've ever met are some of the nicest people in the world, man. Like, extraordinarily nice. Mm. Like, weirdly nice. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like they're hiding something. Not even hiding. It's just like super <laughs> nice, bro. That's just how it is, man. Honestly, the dudes who are like assholes that walk blue ground like and just move a certain kind of way, you just know they're not good. Mm. Like good fighters. Yeah, they, they usually suck. Mm. Not all the time, but they usually suck. That's just how it is, man. Mm. I don't make the rules. That's just how it is. 
Uh, also, one last take on this John Jones situation from Wadi himself. He said, if John Jones takes the therapy approach, a lot of people will look down on him as the UFC goat who isn't mentally strong. Who gonna look down? So who cares? If he needs it, who not looking down on him now? Mm. You know what I'm saying? He's got haters, like he said. That yeah, that day was for them or us. I'm a part of them, so. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it's fucked them, man. Honestly, it's fucked them. They looking down on you anyway. Do what you want, live your life, because they gonna judge you anyway. Not to say that I condone anything he's doing, but I'm just saying that's just that goes for everything. So if you live in, uh, you worried about what people gonna think. They already think the worst, bro. <laughs> go ahead and go get some help. All right. Um, damn. All right. We got one last question now. We just gonna do main card. Fuck it. All right. Actually, hold, there's some fights I actually do want to talk about. All right. Oh yeah, oh, like Alvarez even. and shit. All right. We'll and our boy Jonathan Martinez. That's the guy who's like, you know, very uh, to himself. He's just like. Uh, they always ask who wants to fight. He's like, I don't like, know. I don't know. Yeah, who the UFC uh, gives me. I don't <laughs> yeah. know. We like him. But Own Cheetah God says, I got a question about how you mentally prepare for fighting these top guys in the division. Like, what do you do to prepare? Me? I guess, personally, yeah. Ment- to mentally Preparation, prepare. Preparation, man. Preparation. Just like visualizing? Yeah, there is a level of visualization, but honestly, not not much, man. Uh, to be real, to give you a, a, a honest answer, as honest as I could be, is just... Is just having this nonchalant attitude, man. I've always had a nonchalant attitude growing up about like it is what it is. There's nothing I could change. You know what I'm saying? If I I'm here right now, this is what I'm doing. I got this far. I can't turn back. Like why? Why? Why do I let it? Why am I gonna let everything anything get in my head? You know what I'm saying? Or like it's just I don't know. Mm. I'm just it's it's a person to person basis. Bro. Yeah, definitely. Every, it's definitely. a per, it's just for me. We're fighting. It's a fight. I it comes with preparation. My mm-hmm. confidence comes from preparation. I train every single day to do a thing for months, years. I'm just gonna go and do that thing in front of people. And when I'm doing that thing normally, I'm pretty good at that fucking thing. Mm-hmm. So when I go now, I just gotta do it in front of some people. And I just block them out and do my thing. Mm. Um, all right, let's get to the card. Wadi keeps <laughs> Why do you keep saying we're skipping the, the prelims because Terrence McKinney? Hey, why he's a new 2K? Yeah, he is, basically. Jeez. But don't worry. I, I do want to talk about some fights. Or we could even just talk about it real quick. Not even. I just want to give some shout-outs for the, for the prelims. Like I said before, Alejandro Perez versus Jonathan Martinez. That should be a good one. Uh, wait, Jonathan Martinez. I thought he uh, he's bantamweight. It says they're fighting at featherweight. Is he? Yeah, it says this fight's featherweight. Maybe this is short notice. Hmm. Um, he's the favorite though Minus 275 And Alejandro Perez Plus 220 Hey Phil Yes You know what I will say Yes Your voice In this head Since we're wearing headphones today Your voice is very nice Really? You, you have a, so. a very good uh, Talking voice Like I, I like to hear it. Wow really? Yeah Not well, when you go up Chill Wow really? You know <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Excessive said nice voice, all homo. Yeah, there you go. Thank you. But I appreciate that. Yeah, man. Um so this is what our listeners get to hear. Yeah, I guess I guess so. It kind of sounds good. Maybe that's why they listen to us. Right? I'm like, well, who the fuck is listening to us? You know, I was thinking about the other day that one time I got uh an email because we we're in like the top charts for mm-hmm. all sports podcasts in Nigeria or something like that. <laughs> So, once again, whoever's listened to us in Nigeria, shout yeah, out to you. Shout y'all. out to y'all, man. Much love. <laughs> That's awesome. But um, uh, another fight. 
I want to talk about Terrence McKinney and Faris ZM lightweight fight, uh, lightweight yeah, bout. Going down. Um, Terrence McKinney, obviously mm. one who you might have some beef with. <laughs> I don't got no beef with Terrence McKinney. Who said I had beef with Terrence McKinney? Well, uh, I just said Terrence McKinney don't speak for me. That's it. Oh, uh, right, right, right. Why you said I got beef with him? Uh, Is it because I picked against him that one time? It and then a, they, and uh, he shut down my lock in like 30 <laughs> shut down in seven my lock. seconds seven and seconds. broke a new lightweight record for fastest knockout. I was like, no, listen, man, this lock, this is the one. This fight right here, I guarantee y'all sleeping on Favola. Stop sleeping on Favola. Favola's that guy. Like, Favola, he's not good at anything Steam like roller. that. Steamroller. <laughs> but I'm telling you, I promise you, this dude is a dog. He just knows how to win. It's not pretty, but he gets it done. He's doing this. He's, he's just. He's a scrappy dude. He's super unorthodox. And I was talking for Vola the fuck up. I still stand on all that, though. Yeah. I still stand on all of that. So shout out to Provola. Oh, wrong button. But <laughs> shout out to Provola. I still stand on all that. Terrence McKinney goes and knocks him out seven seconds. Ruins the parlay for everything. Oh, that was good. But, yo, shout out Z2A1 Y5. First of all, he subbed before. So my he guy, to us. And guy. now he just gifted five subs. So we got to give you a big shout out. Thank my you. Guys, shout out one time thank for you, my thank guy. Thank you, my boy. Hell yeah, bro. We appreciate you, bro. Let's get it. Hell yeah, bro. Thank you. Good, sir. But, uh, but yes, yeah, I was picking <laughs> yeah. him up. He's picking him up. And so I like Terrence McKinney. Yeah. I like Terrence McKinney a lot. And uh, also his story, too. The UFC loves his story. Yeah, everyone. Died. I mean, who? He died? Yeah, yeah, he got tased by the cop. He was a high on like mushrooms or some yeah, shit. Yeah, mushrooms, and he was drunk as shit. I think. Oh like, no! He did all these drugs, like acid and stuff. At one time. I don't know exactly, but he did a bunch of drugs, and he was like going crazy. And the cops came and oh like, no, tased him, and he died. <gasps> and then oh, because he was life. already on all this stuff, so yeah, the t- so the electric probably. Then they had to like resuscitate him, him and all oh, that, yeah, bring yeah, him yeah. back home. Uh, but yeah, so that's a, like a crazy story right there. Um, the Joe, his, he wrote an article on the Joe Rogan situation. Yeah, he he did. I saw that too. Yeah. So, what did it say? Um, that he rides with him, basically. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> you know, <laughs> listen. You said, hmm. "Listen, bro." Interesting. That whole situation is just we spoke on. It. I'm not even going back there, <laughs> but it is what it is. You know, what I mean? and I could say he doesn't speak for me. That's all. I, that's all I said. And the Joe Rogan situation is just a whole other thing. And they try to use black people to try to, you know, further their agenda. I'm just leave it at that. Mm. And for some reason, people can't see that, and it's so fucking obvious. Um, but to this fight, <clears throat> Faris Z- Ziam, this is a big, big fight for both guys, both prospects. It's gonna mm. be a pretty even one. I say it stand stays on the feet. Um, but I feel like Terrence McKinney, even though he's a slight underdog, plus one hundred, I, I feel like he can get this one done. You think so? I feel like he can get another finish. Yeah, I mean. Although it's his second UFC, his second fight in the UFC. Is this only his second fight in the UFC? Yeah, his debut was against Matt wow. Favola. Wow, he this dude is extremely um, active on socials. I yeah. feel like I'm always seeing his name somewhere. Yeah, he's always tweeting. He's, he's always, always tweeting. Stuff. He's yeah. always doing stuff. I feel like he's doing. I mean, that's pretty smart. Yeah, he's doing all the right things. Mm. Good for him. Shout out to him. He got to get this dub though. Exactly. This is a good fight though for the prelims. Um, Last fight in the prelims we could talk about, Rong Zhu versus Ignacio Bahamandez. Uh, first of all, Rong Zhu missed weight, 160, five pounds overweight or four pounds overweight. This is the second time in a row he's missed weight. Mm. Um, Those are never good signs, right? Yeah, and, yeah, exactly. That's not good at all. But uh, Ignacio Bahamandez, do you remember him? He had his UFC debut 
Uh, yes, or, spinning hook kick. Yes, do that. Spinning hook that was kick at the buzzer, was it not? Oh no, that wasn't his debut. That was his second fight. Excuse against me. my guy. Um, yes, Roosevelt Roberts. Roberts, man, Roberts has is full of t- so much potential, bro. Mm. So much potential on Roberts. Um, this guy's a six three fucking. Uh, says six one. Who Ignacio? Says six three on my on mine, but damn a six three lightweight. So there's two six three lightweights on this card. Then if, if he is actually six three, we got Joel actually six Joel Alvarez and now this guy. But yeah, I don't know. It says six one on his sure dog, but uh yeah, his last fight was that that spinning wheel kick that knocked out Roosevelt Roberts at like the end of the round. Beautiful, right at the end of the round, and uh that was a crazy finish. So, um. I got him picked. Yeah, exactly. Honestly, just because of that, I feel I like him. just I based off he that. He looked great in that fight. Um, we've seen our wrong zoo. Um, I don't know about the level of competition. I personally think Roosevelt Roberts is pretty good. So I'm gonna go with uh with what's his name Ignacio. I'm gonna go with Ignacio. He, um, I think he's. I like his technique. I like his skill. I think he's pretty good. So and also wrong zoo coming in overweight, second yeah, fight in a row. That's, that's not, not a good yeah, sign. That's not so. good. But wrong zoo plus one sixty five. Ignacio minus one ninety five. And look at the height differential. Yeah, that's a big. That's a big one as well. Uh, um, oh. real quick, chat wants to know who Randy, who you would pick between Terrence and Patty Pimblet. Just quick. Probably Patty. <laughs> Patty. Oh man. Why? No, Wadi's happy. 2K's probably upset. But, uh, in a fight? In a yeah. Fight? Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, what are your thoughts on Patty, though? What do you think about Patty? I mean, I feel like once again, he's definitely got skill. He's a good fighter. He's He was champion in uh, Cage Warriors, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, but listen, stop that right there. I mean, Another, you're, I'm not, we're all champions. <laughs> so that, Am that, I a champion? We're all champions. Well, every fighter in the UFC <laughs> is champion. <laughs> in, in, order, in order to get to the UFC... Uh, you got to be a champion. Mm-hmm. They don't even look at you if you're not a champion in another organization. So essentially, it's all champions versus champions, just regional champions. But but they they highlighted isn't that, that isn't that something good to be a champion in another organization? I mean, every these two fighters on the screen. You think they both were champions? They were both champions. I guarantee if you look it up, they were both champions. Look it up. Do you think every yeah, look it up. Do you think every single fighter sure in the, the UFC? There's exceptions, but I'm gonna go ahead and say about 85 percent of the guys on the rosters were champions. That's that's just how it is. <laughs> 2K said it's Black History Month, Randy. Uh, I know, but it is what it is, bro. I'm just speaking facts. Um. Also, Excessive asked for locks. Locks? Mark? Oh, y'all know my locks. Y'all know my locks. Do they? Yeah, my lock. My locks are coming. My locks are coming in. Uh, Ignacio, that's a lock. Um, my other lock. Did you get to it yet? No, we're getting to my other lock. So no right. locks yet. That's the first lock right here, y'all. Ignacio is the first lock. Oh, do I see a second lock on the screen? Yeah, you see it. I do see it. And we're talking about Armin Petrosian Petrosian versus Gregory Rodriguez. Oh, you're talking about... Nah, I'm not picking that lock. Oh, I thought you were talking about that fight. I'm not picking... Yo, Gregory is very good. Is Armin really 1-0? In the UFC. Okay. What's his record? His true record? Uh, His real record is 6-1. Okay. He is. I think he, he came off the Dana White Contender Series. Okay. Uh, he came off a knockout win. I think on the last, if I'm not mistaken. I like RoboCop, man, but RoboCop got to get his cardio together, bro. Mm. RoboCop um, is a phenomenal athlete. Yo, he's jacked up, and he is a phenomenal fighter, man. Mm. This is this guy is fast. You know, in the training room, a lot of times guys are very good in the training room, and then when you see them fight, you're like, damn. It's like a shell of himself, you know mm-hmm. what I mean, and I and I, I attest that to weight cut and cardio. I mm-hmm. think 
So because he's massive, this dude is jacked up, but yeah. he's very good. He's so good. Um, with with him, I, if his cardio's right, I got. I'm going with Gregory. If he gasses, he loses. Mm. But if he's if he's good and not like has can maintain his cardio, he wins this fight handily. I believe handily, handily. That's my pick. Did you see Armin's uh, fight in Dana White contender series? No, October. but look at Harmon. Is he a champ? He is. He's a champ. Is Gregory a champion? <laughs> yes, Gregory's also a champion. Wow. I'm telling you, bro. I didn't make that up. That's that's what it is. I mean, it's almost like it's called the ultimate fighting championship for a reason. Yeah, there you go. All the champs come together to see who can be the biggest champ. That's kind of cool when you think about it. It's like a movie. It's like a massive no, tournament. It's, just not it's dead. It's like the Mortal Kombat Island. Yeah, except you don't die. Well, uh, 2K said, not. y'all remember? Oh, wait, hold on. He's it, He cuts a shit ton of weight. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And Take her mic off. Mute it, please. All right. I know what she's going to say. <laughs> 2K is going to say, y'all remember when he picked Gregory? Da, 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 da. No? No, he said, it? y'all remember when I said Randy's lock was going I- into the mud and then from getting rocked one minute later, he KO'd Jun Young Park. Jun oh, Young yeah. Park. Yeah, they was talking shit about that. <laughs> they, when do they not they live they just want to see you fail i think they don't want to see me fail like, not fail they just they want to see on your twitch picks they want to see you fail. They just in see real life picks. in real life they want you to succeed they I want know. you to win but they want your picks to fail sometimes so they could talk shit anyway i got the best locks in the game it is what it is right that's why they all bet pick these they locks. do they I are asking you, you. take you know these what? locks Take these locks and get some money. You know what? That's true. Because every time they're every they time just fight card shit. comes around, they're like, "Randy, we need your locks. We need your locks." <laughs> and, then, and then they just talk mad shit the whole time. <laughs> yep, we're on to you guys. I feel like your last locks were pretty good. Weren't My you? locks are always. You missed good. one. Yeah, who was it? One out of five. Oh, uh, Tuivasa. Tuivasa. Mm. But who the fuck would have guessed? Come I on. know, who bro. Especially that? when he was down, getting pounded oh, by. I don't Derek know why Lewis. I thought he was gonna win. Oh, of course you did. Yeah, right. No, that's just one. That's the only one. All right, this fight right here. This fight right here, man. Armin. Uh, how do you say that last name? Petroshan. Jesus, is that how you say that? Name? Oh, oh, oh. Sorry, I think. Oh, <laughs> Armin Saryukin. Num- oh, yeah. I was about to say, oh, oh, sorry. I thought we were talking about the fight before against uh, <laughs> RoboCop. Yeah, Armin Saryukin versus Joel Joel Yoel Alvarez, lightweight division, number Yo, thirteen ranked Armin. This matchmaking right here, mm, this is good, wicked, <laughs> wicked, wicked, wicked. Four, bro. This is why we love the UFC. This mm-hmm. is why we love MMA. Listen, prospect versus fucking prospect out the gate. Both these men have huge, huge ceilings. Both these men are definitely gonna be. Top ranked guys. I mean, he's ranked number uh, Armin's ranked number thirteen. Joel's ranked. He's unranked. I thought he was like fifteen. I think he might have got bumped out. Right of the he got bumped out. And remember, he missed weight and all that. Yeah. Thankfully, he didn't though. This time, made weight. Yeah. I'm a huge fan of Joel Alvarez, man. But I also like Armin. But I like them for different reasons, and I like them for their different styles. Mm. Armin is a phenomenal grappler. Yep. Right. Can do it all. Can do it all. Very well rounded. But Joel got them fucking hands, boy. Right, and he's also your height. You know that? Yeah, he's fucking tall as shit. Well, they got him at six two. So, oh well, well I saw six three when I looked it up. On he's tall it. as shit. Regardless, they regard, and he's Massive. not like tall and like strawny. Yeah, like he, he's filled out. Well, he, he didn't make weight those couple of times, so yeah. of course he was. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, but this uh, time, we'll see him. This time, I mean, I, I don't know though. It's tough against Armin, dude. His his wrestling Armin can just come wrestle him, right? And just wrestle fuck you. I mean. He, hey, yo. He's super strong. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yo. 
Go ahead. Oh, I always no. get distracted. You always raise you your hand. I always hands. look at Just you. Just so you know that there's comments to be read. That's why I raise. Oh, you're doing a good job. Talking. You're doing such a great job. I said, I mean, the Maroon said it's fights like he this <laughs> that could make crazy rematches in the future. Hate Absolutely. to see either one lose here. Absolutely. I agree with that. I agree with that. How do we feel about that, though? So seeing rematches like that, like, I really, love it. like say you fought Bilal mm-hmm. prospects and now you get say you guys fight again in a year. Oh, I love it. I love or it. him versus Vicente. And it's two different fighters. It's two different because exactly. these guys are still green. They're so good, but they're still green early in their career in mm-hmm. the UFC. We see another fight later on. So I don't care who wins and who loses, but my pick, I'm going with Joel Alvarez. I'm a fan of Joel Alvarez's style. I also like Armin, but Joel, Joel, uh, when he fights, it's uh, that's what I like to see. Mm-hmm. I like to see motherfuckers putting hands on and people, stunting on people. Yeah, I like that shit. Flying so, knees, all of it, mm. all of it. So I'm gonna go with him for the win. I'd like to see him get it done. But um, Armin, though, it's a tough one, dude. Like you said, his grappling is very, very good. And he's a strong, uh, strong person, but. Minus two twenty for Armin and plus one eighty for Joel Alvarez. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Do I dare put a lock on this? On on this one? <laughs> uh, man, that's my pick. I ain't gonna put it. I, I wouldn't lock this. Joel in. Alvarez. This fight is too hot to lock. Mm, yeah, this, this is a fight tough one. could be crazy. I wouldn't put a lock on it. Yeah, that's that's a real tough one. Our right, camera went out. Don't oh. worry, we're getting the camera back, people. What's new? What's new? We got our boy Wellington Terman versus uh, Misha Serkinov. Misha Serkinov. Yeah. Is this the co-main event? Huh? Is this the co-main event? It is the co-main event. There's only four fights on this card or on this main event? Oh, you know what should have been the main event? The co-main? I think Armin versus Joel should have been the main Wadi event. Wadi said you missed a fight. Oh, did I? Yeah. I, oh, yeah, uh, you're right. I did. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what a coincidence. <laughs> Come on, bro. I, uh, I, I definitely even do that on purpose. Uh, I swear I even do that on purpose, bro. Wow. You take it. You take it. You gotta take it. <laughs> I got this one now? <laughs> go, go ahead, bro. Um, I mean, to be honest, I don't really know much about these two. <laughs> I have to talk to all, all that shit. I knew it. He talked to all that shit. Uh, like you're the problem. <laughs> we all know. Chat, y'all know who the real problem is, oh, man. Come on, dude. Come on. Y'all know well, what it is. I y'all mean, already know what it is with Phil. Just looking at her, their sure dog, G Young Kim, two fight losing streak uh, coming into this fight. Um, the other fighter, her thing isn't even up on Google, so I can't even tell you. Um, oh, there it goes. Texic or TX Havoc said, "When's your next fight? I'm hyped to see you fight again." Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We're back. We're back. Uh, May seventh is my next fight, sir. May seventh. Um, it's gonna be a banger, man. Once I announce this matchup, do you know ooh. when you can? Um, I can announce it whenever, honestly. So you can At do it right now. Discretion. Yeah, but I wouldn't want to. It's too far out, right? Yeah, too far out. Tease him. Excessive said, "Single that Mayo weekend." Mm. Oh, it's- like y'all need a reason to get drunk, right? Right. Oh, I'm it's also my birthday, so everybody better celebrate. Uh, except if you're underage. No underage drinking is allowed or encouraged on this podcast. Weed only if you're 16 and up. Mm, mm. Let their brain develop a little. We'll go maybe Before 16? 20. I said 16 and up. I'd, 16 say, I'd say 18. I yeah, I've been smoking weed since I was like nine. That's, is that why I'm dumb? You're not dumb. Well, yes, but you're also <laughs> Jamaican. I feel like that has to go. That's why too. we smoke weed. Since we just, just I mean, weed. is it not? I guess. Yo, my step <laughs> my stepdad used to fall asleep sitting. There. I see him. He got the spliff in his mouth like this, hanging out, <laughs> super frost, just frost, right? Knocked the fuck out, sitting up like this, and like he used to have like his little his his uh, ashtray with like his spliffs. Uh-huh. 
You know what went down. You went up in there? 100%. <laughs> we was in there, right? 100%. We come from school. We see the little ashtray. Let's go. You know, we take a two puffs. Me and my cousins, but like, it's like, man, funny. We're like smoking and shit. One puff, gone. Just frost at like 10. Like, damn. Yeah, that's terrible. That's funny, though. That's hilarious. <laughs> Hey, I'd say I'd rather do that than drink. I mean, at that age. Excessive said, "Wait, so where's the fight? Need the location." We don't. Know I don't yet. think they, the UFC hasn't announced. Uh, I know what they eyeing. It's you. You see, UFC two seventy four, right? Saying, yeah, it's supposed to be Brazil, no? Rio de Janeiro. But that was that was from like an article from like a year ago. No, I, I saw there's a new article one. that oh they're, they're, they're eyeing Brazil. Well, well they have two championship two championship fights are Brazilian, so mm-hmm. Lover and Charles Oliveira. So I mean, it would make sense, but. Yeah. True. D2A said, I'll give 20 if you tell us who you fighting. Oh, wow. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, listen, bro. Listen, you already know. Is exclamation point Discord in the chat. Join the Discord. The Discord fam gets it all first. So um, just join the Discord, man. If you're not a part of Discord, I know most of y'all are already a part of the Discord. In the Discord, it'll be there first. Abdullah said it's Phoenix, Arizona. Is it? I hope not. Oh, wow. Oh, okay. he, said he said it's, it's fucking, fucking Phoenix, Phoenix, Arizona. He said it again. How you oh, know that, it? Abdullah? Oh, yeah, wow. How do you know? I mean, I don't mind it, honestly. Warm weather. Nice. Yeah. And I honestly, I'd rather travel to, it's a shorter flight. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. It, it'll be, what, maybe five hours compared to like eight or something or seven? <sighs> bro, I don't even know. The last time we went to Brazil was nuts. My feet on that plane, oh, bro. True. They had to book me extra room for my feet. Randy almost got in a fight with the flight attendant on the way home. Really? No, I didn't. Not like a fight fight, but like They were like not trying to let him sit in the I'm not I'm not trying leg to room. No, no he, so basically somebody some his other, management almost fought. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't I wasn't yeah. about to fight. I'm not on trying Randy's to get, behalf. They kicked me off and me I'd be in fucking Brazil. I'm not trying yeah, to be, yeah. be stuck in Brazil. At the end of the day, you lose those fights, but at the mm. end of the day, with the airlines, you lose yeah, all the time. They're, they're, they're not. They're kicking you off. They're not. They're not playing that shit. Wadi said Marcel announced two fights for the card tonight. Hopefully, it's Randy next. Ooh. Two K wants to know is the opponent African American? <laughs> wow. <laughs> the opponent well, is guess, a man. I guess we may never know. It's <laughs> a man, but so I'm on a plane, right? And it's they, they messed up. I didn't mess up, bro. They yeah, booked they they book my seat, right? They booked my seat that in I advance. paid for in advance. They gave it to somebody else. It's just some random white guy sitting in my chair. Right? <laughs> so we just like looking at each other. I'm, a matter of fact, I was sitting first. And then he came and was like, oh, I think, I think you're in my seat. And I was just like, uh, nope, no, no. this definitely in mine. Yeah, this is, this is my seat, you know. So um, they come and get me, right? Because he called like the thing. They came to get me. And I showed. I was like, oh, this is my seat. This is my seat. And then. She was like, oh, well, that's weird. Right? So uh, she said, come with me to the front and we'll work it out. So I got about my seat. With his little crutches. With my crutches. My foot, my feet Imagine are fucking that. swollen. I just fought. True, that's I got up. up with my crutches, right? And went to the fucking front. My man just sat down in the seat. <laughs> <laughs> my man sat down he in the seat. He just scooped it. <laughs> yeah, right? And mm-hmm. then when they got the guy to resolve, he wasn't trying to resolve it. It was like this gay dude. He was just like annoying like he was just one of those dudes that just like he made the mistake but just was just standing on it and i'm like and there was it wasn't even like a there was no like this is not an aggressive thing like we were just trying to figure it out me the lady and the guy and then when he entered it he just escalated it and just turned it into a whole different thing and i'm like bro like no i came up here to like get it figured out i was sitting in the seat it's my seat like 
And then he was just like, oh, well, you know, we don't have any seats. You want to, we can put you on the next plane or something like that. Or, like, or sit in one of these other seats. And I'm like, but that's the extra room that I paid for. Like, because mm. my legs, I knew my feet were going to be beat up. After every fight, my feet are beat up. Did you tell him like, yo, I just got into a fight? They don't give a fuck. <laughs> right? right? They don't care. You know what I mean? It's like, for all that, fly private, bitch. Yeah. Right? <laughs> so I'm, I'm there and I'm just like, damn, bro. Like, I didn't want to get. I was just trying to explain him. I didn't want to get irate because you know, I'd be the guy, right? You yeah, know, you, you know what it is. Off. You know yeah, what it yeah. is, right? So my manager was furious, <laughs> right? He was furious. I mean, mm-hmm. he's white. He can do it. He can he go. Can. Yeah, I'm like, hey, go off. <laughs> so <laughs> you he, tell him. He was getting ready to go off. You know what I'm saying? And he started going back and forth with the guy or whatever. And I was just like, ah, oh, fuck it. It is what it is, man. And I sat in the other seat. And I'm like, meanwhile, the other dude was just sitting in my seat. <laughs> I'm like, yo, so I could have just sat here and not moved. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? But once I got up, he sat and then I was like, oh, I'm here now. And I'm like, what, what a scumbag. Yeah, that was that's that ballsy, sucked. though. I know. Yeah, he that's was, real I ballsy. was on a whole other flight by myself and he was texting me. I was like, I know. I was I know. Upset. If you were there, you know, you would have Karen out. Karen? <laughs> I would have put on my Portuguese, my Portuguese Spanglish and ripped them a new <laughs> asshole and told them about themselves. Excessive uh, said, I'm white. Does that mean I can be your manager one day? I can be irate. Excessive. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also, he called you for gay bashing. Yeah, excessive. Thank you. Cause why? Because why? why you had to point out that the, the flight attendant was gay. What does that Because he was story? fucking gay. And what about it, though? Nothing. He was gay. I feel like that was a descriptor we could have done without. Well, I didn't. I, I don't Did I, bash I didn't him? I didn't see honestly I didn't see a problem yeah just because I, I feel like that's the story it is a story you know what I'm saying that's how you remember it I don't see identification yeah <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't see what you identify as Boy, ain't that a problem too man listen don't even get me started next fight man who did All you guys right, pick for this man. one I'm going with Jiyeon Kim obviously Minus one sixty over plus one forty for Priscilla Ka Chihara. Um, Misha Sir Misha Sir Serkinov versus Wellington Terman. Yeah, this is uh this co main event is a little bit interesting. It's a it's a good it's a good opportunity for both guys. They have similar bodies. Um I hate when 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 'cause I've been in a situation where it's like a a card like this and no one really it's a sleeper card, and then you're like the co-main event or something, and everyone's like, ah, this shit whack. Mm. Just because, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, and nobody wants to tune in. So I think this is a great opportunity for Wellington Terman or Misha to go out there, and now that they got the eyes to make a statement and be like, listen. Prove their worth. I'm here. This is mm. what I do. You know what I mean? I'm here for a reason. The UFC, the matchmakers know what they're doing. Yep. They put me in this spot for a reason, and I'm going to show y'all what's up. Both guys have a bit of a rocky record in the UFC so far. Um, Misha Serkinov, 15-7. and seven. On a two-fight losing streak, uh, he when he first got into the UFC, he went on a four-fight streak until he was knocked out by Volkan Uzdemir, then knocked out by Glover Teixeira, then knocked out by Jam. Johnny Walker, then knocked out by Ryan Spann. Oh, shit. So he's coming off a two-fight losing streak uh, as well. But he has some big win. He's a big win over Jimmy Crute, uh, Nikita Krylov, Ayan Kutilaba. Um, but Wellington Terman, also new to the UFC, pretty new to the UFC. 2019, he's... He's two and three so far with his win. His most recent win being a split decision win over Sam Alvey. Mm. Um, so I mean, like I said, bit of an interesting co-main event just because these guys, you know, still haven't really made a big name for themselves in the UFC. Um, but 
due to that, I hope that they're going to try and come out and make a crazy fight. No, I think so. I think usually when guys are put in these situations, it's a, it's a huge opportunity at the end of the day. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I think that they're, they usually, at least Take from advantage. my experiences, I feel I've been put in those situations. I'm like, all right, in the back of my mind, I'm like, all right, well, a lot of people are saying this card is trash. You know, and Dana even comes and gives you the 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 speech. You get a speech, you know, a fighter's only speech, you know, where he just basically comes back there and hypes hypes you up, you know what I mean, and tells you, yo, go get those bonuses, put mm-hmm. on a show, da 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 da. All the fighters in one room. No? All the fighters in one room. And um it, it's true. Holds true what he says, you know what I mean? So I feel that I feel that whenever I'm in a situation like this, especially on a card like this, I think I've been on multiple cards quote-unquote bad cards right mm. um you feel like you want to show out man you feel like you got something to prove you know yeah i agree with that honestly um sorry people in the chat are talking about wellington Terman beating sam alvey abdullah said i think i beat sam alvey wow probably <laughs> wouldn't though <laughs> yeah i don't think that happened. probably wouldn't <laughs> but uh um yeah, this fight I don't I don't know. I really don't know who to go with. Um I guess I'm gonna go with Wellington Terman. I'm gonna go with the, I'm gonna go with the Russian. Misha Serkinov yeah. plus m- minus one twenty, Wellington Terman plus one hundred. Right. Now to the main event. Number four, Islam yes, Makhchev versus Bobby Green at the catch weight. I think they fight what, one sixty? I think it's at. And Bobby Green cut down from one hundred and ninety five pounds. Can you believe it? Cap. Mm, okay. We need a cap button. We do, that'd be a good one. Uh, a, good, a good soundbite of somebody saying cap. Not even just like, you know, one with the Migos in the fucking, uh, at the Hot 97 at the Breakfast Club. Mm-hmm. Not Hot 97. Breakfast Club is 105, right? Yeah, so they was at the Breakfast Club. And he said something is just like. Cap. There, that's the one. That was good. Yeah, that's the one. It sounded <laughs> just like that. <laughs> um. So if do that again. I'll record it. Go. I don't know if I can. Oh. Cap, <laughs> but yeah, one ninety five, bro. Yeah, that 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 doesn't seem real. Nah, that doesn't seem real. I, don't I mean, that. I yeah, I feel like I feel like that's not How true statement. I'm not buying he's it. He's not that tall either. That's and what he, wait, he said he was one ninety five when after his fight. Yeah, when he like walks around, he's five ten. And he fought last week, right? Yeah, no, he's not one. Last weekend was it last last card? Right? Two cards ago. Two cards ago. So two weeks ago. He ain't one ninety five. He's not one ninety five. He's not. Ain't no and way you see him, him, he looked good too. If you shredded. want, if he was the only way for him to be one ninety five, he'd have to be like out of shape. Like yeah. he had to be pounding down all the hamburgers, all the cheeseburgers. <laughs> he probably was, but there's no way he's one ninety five. That's that's imp- I don't think so. But it's a good way. He's doing a good job of like creating the narrative. You know what I'm saying? And building it up and and making it his way and and, and selling. Like he said before, we're all selling something. I love that. I love that quote from him. We're all selling something. You know what I mean? He thinks what he sells is a lot better than Islam. Is he a good championship material? Absolutely. He can go out and win. But what I'm selling is entertainment, mm. right? And I fall asleep watching your shit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. People come to see my shit. People are going to buy my shit. Mm. I fucks with it 100%. I agree. So, um, Especially coming from him, a fighter like him who's openly said in the past he doesn't give a shit about like fighting for a title or anything like that. He just wanna, wants to make money. Yeah, like when I th- when I think of a prize fighter, I think of Bobby. I think Green. of Bobby Green, one hundred percent, one hundred percent, and you gotta respect that. But the fact that he 
And he's doing everything right. He's shitting on the other fighters that I'm gonna show y'all how it's done. Yeah. I'm gonna show I'm gonna show I'm gonna show all the uh all you guys how it's supposed to be done. <laughs> That's a pretty good impression, I feel like. <laughs> you guys wanna pick fights and sit back and pick and pick and cherry pick these guys? No. I'm gonna show you how you really do it. I'm gonna show you some real gangster shit. That's good, actually. <laughs> 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 oh man, that's Bobby Green, bro. Where did Bobby Green grow up? Where's he from? He's from California. What are from you Cali. To say? I'm not trying to say nothing. I'm just saying he sounds. That's he sounds like he's not from New York. He sounds like he's not from the the West. You ever see the, the East Coast? I mean, you ever see the video of him where he uh, um, he was fighting an MSG against Alec Quinton? He had like the clown face makeup. Yeah, and he made a video of him walking the streets in New York. He's like, I'm different. Everyone, all these other fighters, they took the bus to the to the arena. Me. I'm in the streets. I'm walking. And it's just him walking <laughs> through New York with like the clown face on. <laughs> just walking to MSG. <laughs> oh, I was like, damn, this guy's a beast. Uh, is, it, is it beast? Is it being a beast? Is it being a beast? Or is it just being special? Yeah. You know? Well, we get rewarded for being maybe special. So it, it, someone did say maybe it's both. He even said, am I a little crazy? Definitely. Or am I, or am I just, you know. I don't know what what the other a one visionary? was. A visionary, a visionary. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Maybe it's both. I feel like it's both. I love again. I love his fight style. The dude is super entertaining. This fight was supposed to happen. Him taking this fight, yes, he was supposed to take this fight. Mm. This is a huge opportunity for a guy that's unranked. One thousand percent, he's supposed to take this fight. The guy, the guy that they're shitting on, like the guys who didn't take the fight, top ten guys. There are two. It's it's too. It's, they're not supposed to take the fight mm. on nine days' notice. Mm. Where they are, what they work to get, whether it's it's you giving away a free dub, man, for a guy. It's like, oh, you're supposed to be in shape all year round. It's so different. Mm. Being in fight shape is so. It's a, the narrative is cool. It's easy to jump on board. Um, Bobby Green is doing a great job. But if you're if you're number five right now fighting this dude, number four on nine days' notice, but knowing that a win over him is good, you're going to be next for the title. Why wouldn't you give yourself the best chance? Not that you're afraid of of, is, of the dude, right? Of Islam, you ain't scared of Islam. Mm. The, the the notion that fighters are afraid to fight fighters is yeah, cut that out. Ain't nobody scared of nobody here. I mean, maybe some. Nope, I don't think any fighter is afraid of any fighter. Really, because what's his name was giving me might be scared vibes. Who? Uh, uh, what's his name? Till. Why? Because he admitted that he was afraid, mm-hmm. and that, and that's a troll with him talking about uh, Romero. And listen, guys are afraid. People fight, fight scared all the time, right? But again, you know, you get those butterflies, you make them fly in formation, right? That's but what they say. Nervous so every, versus nervous scared. versus scared is different. It is, you very know. So I, I don't think any fighter is afraid of anyone. I think that it's smart for you to be in shape. You want to show up? Oh, real fighter's supposed to be in shape all year round. It's two different kind of shapes being in fight mm. shape. I, I, I keep stressing that, but that's just what it is. And showing up to fight. Um, on nine days notice when you're not prepared that's just gonna set you back away from the opportunity that's all and like you said this is a perfect fight for bobby green why would he not take it why wouldn't he? you know they're throwing him some nice money absolutely absolutely and, all, and in the end i feel like that's all he really cares about so not mm-hmm. i feel like that and he's like, selling it yeah exactly he's yeah, selling yeah. it good he's doing yeah. a great job they're you know this about- is his opportunity and he's doing a great job of letting the ufc know like yo put me in we could i could do this you mm-hmm. know what i'm saying so and it's- he's getting a bag for it Talking shit to each other. He's an entertainer, man, and I and I love it. Also, he weighed in at one fifty six mm-hmm. or one fifty eight, and I that that that's what makes it. He's like, I, I highly doubt he gets up to that big. Because no, no, no. But that's just for the fans, man. There's a lot of sometimes fighters do things to just speak to get the narrative going to drive the narrative and get people talking. Like, 
That he weighs 195. Yeah, yeah, yeah. there's no chance. He don't weigh 195. Yeah. I mean, maybe he's gotten to 195. He's gotten there. I'm sure life. he's gotten there. I'm sure, but, but not, not, not right after two weeks ago. He ain't on 195 two weeks ago. He's definitely not. Even, like, I mean, I know for <laughs> you, you... We ain't talking on my weight. Please don't speak on I'm my I'm not going to speak on number numbers, but okay. I'm saying, like, if you weigh in at 171 is your typical weigh-in mm-hmm. weight, by the time you fight, you get up to... So you're going to speak my numbers. No, 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 whatever <laughs> it is. But, I mean... Even in like, I feel like in the in the week to two weeks after that, you're pretty close to your fighting night yeah, weight. Your yeah, fight one hundred percent. And you and you eat, you chill those that week, week and a half after. You don't really train. You, yeah. That's your break. You give yourself those two weeks. Absolutely. So it's hard to believe if he's been training and he didn't even give himself those two weeks that he got to one ninety five. Yeah, he didn't. But again, it's it's a ploy to play the game, and I love it. But what are his chances of winning? What do you think? I say we throw some bread on him. I'm uh, picking him. A lock? I'm picking him. I'm he's picking a lock. Him. He's not a lock, but you I'm guys heard him. it here first. <laughs> <laughs> I'm picking him, bro. I'm picking Bobby. Wait, Green. wait, wait. Hold on. I've seen this before. Wait, I've what? seen this exact <laughs> tactic before. What tactic? What are you talking about? Uh, let hey, me think. You know Amanda Nunes, Julian Green. Pena? Bobby Green lock. <laughs> Bobby oh. Green lock. Wow. Bobby Green is a lock for the KO upset. Wow. Really. Kamora said this is one of those moments where Randy picks both sides. Exactly. Yeah, I see. <laughs> so I end up exactly. Yeah. Right, yo, it can go two ways. Islam could go in there and lay on him the whole time. Possibly submit him. I want Bobby Green to win. Bobby Green has underrated takedown defense. He can also go in there and KO this man. I want Bobby Green to win. I'm going with Bobby Green. I'm going with Bobby King Green. Uh, Why? Yeah, wants me. That's the Statue of Liberty lady on his chest. Is that Jesus? No, it's the Statue of Liberty. Fuck it. He's not from New York. No, he's from California. Bueno, that's interesting choice. Wadi said it's 2022, and Uriah Hall still thinks UFC fighters are scared of other UFC fighters. No, 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 nah, dog. Who tweeted that? Who tweeted? Somebody tweeted that. that. Nah, somebody. I saw that on Twitter. Somebody tweeted that. Oh, a fighter tweeted that. Who is Uriah Hall fighting next? Uh, isn't he scheduled with? He was scheduled with Till. Till tweeted that. Yeah. Abdullah said Darren Till. Wow, he said Till. Um, Real Hasbula said, "Remember when Randy said Mada or Moda was a lock?" Ah ha 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 ha. Oh, oh, you got me there. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, you got me. It's I'm so know. embarrassed. Oh. How you know Randy's sensitive? <laughs> <laughs> really? Why? <laughs> I'm like So you have Bobby weird. Green as a lock. Um yeah. <laughs> All right. Well Bobby Green's a lock. Odds makers have Islam Makchev at minus nine hundred and Bobby Green at plus six hundred. So if you were to bet, I think I th- I think it was if you bet fifteen dollars on Bobby Green, you make like ninety bucks. Yo, why not? And I think it was like if you bet twenty or twenty five, you make like a hundred something. Um so definitely there's gonna be some people throwing money on him, I can guarantee you that. Why not? Like you said, but I don't know. I feel like Islam. T- I mean, obviously, I feel like Islam's just gonna take this one. Yeah. I mean, you say easy dub for till for um <laughs> for Islam. I I think so. You think it's gonna be easy? Maybe not easy, but like, do you see the video with DC talking about uh to Islam? They had an interview on DC show, and he says that Bobby Green comes from a wrestling background, and Islam's like, what wrestling? Like. You see what you know what I'm talking about? Mm-mm. Oh, so he, DC was like, he was talking about like 
what's different about Bobby Green and how he actually comes from a wrestling background and like he comes from, he does come from a wrestling background. Yeah, that's huh? what DC was saying. And then Islam started laughing. He was like, "What background?" Like he's like, "Where? Like what wrestling?" Like he that's wa- what DC said. It, DC said that he comes from oh. a wrestling background, Bobby Green. And Islam was like, what wrestling? Like, basically just like laughing. He's it all like, makes sense now. He's like, he watches it on TV. You don't even know what you just did for me. Wait, me? can I just... You don't even know what no, you I, just did No, I know did exactly what I did. You don't know what you just did for me. What you just confirmed for me. Oh, what Is a rant coming? Ho- Real quick, can you just... Kamara said, he apparently said, I wrestle whole life. And this guy have wrestled background. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's... Mm. He was basically just like... Okay. He's like... <laughs> basically like shit not i'm like yo you're gonna, you're gonna show me what I, I know rant coming i'm just saying i'll tell you after the show what you did for me but what mm. you just did for me confirmed a whole lot mm. can i know afterwards okay that's all. i think i know i don't know but yo everybody wants to know. everybody wants to know now, right <laughs> why are you not exclamation tell- point discord excessive said wtf why are you not telling Re- us refer to the discord refer to the discord fair enough we'll put extra content in there there you go Oh, and Excessive said the the real rude episodes are back. Real rude episodes are, are coming back, so we we're gonna start filming back to work next week. So, are you get training? ready for it? Yeah. <coughs> yeah, since Phil we was having some, we was having some scraps today. Out of since control, Phil really. doesn't want to become an MMA fighter, apparently. Yo, Who Phil Phil hasn't been coming to classes, man. I don't uh, know what it is. Uh, that's why I was there this week. One day, real house It doesn't with the take prime. one day to become a, a MMA fighter. One day a week. What? You heard me. Phil, I mean, Phil, Phil like showed up to class and then was like, uh, I ain't doing this shit. He said, no, I did not say that. Phil, I did not say like, that at all. My ankle hurts. No, I didn't say out. anything of that. I didn't, I never said I was injured or anything. Kamora said you better start training every day. Phil's not, Phil's, very disappointed. Phil's, not, Phil's not about that life, man. Watch. Ready? All right, show me. He said your all lack right. of heart, disgusting. <laughs> Wadi said Phil is controlled by his woman. Yeah, mm. I'm not. Mm. Exactly. <laughs> said Phil cried in his car. I bet. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, uh, chill, chill, chill. Now, now y'all ain't gonna be in here bullying Phil like yeah, this. Yeah. See now, I don't like this. I don't like it. Cut it out. Two K wants at least Randy say he might stream Walking Dead tonight or later. Bro, you force me <laughs> to say that every time, and I'm like, you see, at least say it, say it, please. Two K, listen, I try to get it the other night. Listen, honestly, I'm tr- I'm back in camp. It's harder to stream because you know I'm tired. Um, but I'm gonna do a fight breakdown. You know what? We should break down. I'll break down a a, a Bobby Green fight. All right, Tato. Bobby good. Green breakdown coming later tonight. And maybe you could bully him into do him against Raphael Fazev. Walking Dead. Uh, that's a good fight. That's a great fight. That's the, that's the breakdown. If we don't do that tonight, we do it tomorrow. Okay. And own Cheetah God said, "I got another question. Since these Russians are so dominant in their wrestling, what is it? Have you broken down their style and have do and why do they stay so dominant?" Um, I think that is the wrestling. It's just they're so consistent in what they do, being that where they're from again. You know what I mean? And it literally, it's embedded in their culture. It's, I would say it's their life. It's their lifestyle. You know what I mean? A lot of times they do nothing else. In America, sometimes we have so much things that we can do, so much thing. Like even when I go to these other big gyms and I meet the guys and I'm like hanging out with them, it's like you see, it's different. Just like sometimes they have so much things that they do in between training. You know, it's like, oh, they're going to do this. Oh, they're going here. And it's like, it's so many distractions. Whereas the Russians, a lot of these dudes don't even deal with women like that. It's I was going to say, a lot, yeah. a lot of these dudes are just fucking wrestling. That's, That's also it. their religion, though, too. I feel yeah. like it plays a big part for them in, in Russia being Muslim and, or, or no. anything like that. They train, go home, Pray. eat, sleep, 
pray, back to another training. It's yeah. just like it's just a, a different lifestyle. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I think that's what makes these dudes so good. Um, Kamara said they've been in camp whole life, no breaks. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. It's intense. Um, I knew some Russian dudes in Brighton Beach. I used to go to uh, Fight Factory in Brooklyn to go. Um, if you know anything about Brighton Beach in Brooklyn, it's all Russian, right? And I, I, like I used to go there to, to wrestle um, back in the day. I feel like that's ironic. Is it? I feel like you go there for boxing. Uh, to Brighton Beach? Right. No. I feel like Russian boxing? No. no. Actually, no. Really? Russian boxing is whack, bro. Yeah, they don't I'll, have, I'll be they the one to move. tell y'all. I'll Peter, be the one to Peter tell y'all. Oh, that's what everyone's going <laughs> to Peter Yan. Oh, Triple G, right? That's what everyone's there. Or Triple G. P, like, yeah, those are the guys. Um, Who else? Let me tell you about American boxing. American ha- America has the boxers. America has the best boxing. And, ju- and you said jujitsu. And jujitsu. 100%. 1,000%. When it comes to all the, the, the boxing goats, they're American. Mm. All right? And it's Black History Month, so know that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the styles of boxing, American style of boxing is very different from the style of Russian style boxing. They got wrestling, but they don't have boxing. Mm. They have boxing, but I'm saying who got it as the, at the top, you know, I think. Stylistically. I think that America has has the dub there. Um, also, you, no, go ahead, Phil. You know, uh, Islam Makhchev fought... Uh, Abraham Lincoln in Sambo like years ago. Back in the day, I saw it. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's, on, won, it's right? on YouTube. He won like a, a split. Yeah, I think it was, yeah, I think it was close. But yeah, uh, I actually watched. That's kind of wild. Yeah, it's like a grainy video. But again, I was my point was with the Russian dudes. Like you go there, and I remember this one dude, man. Um, I was fighting at the time, and I used to tell him, and that's before Khabib. That's before like the Russian sensations and all that stuff. He was so fucking good, bro. He was ridiculous. Granted, I don't come from a wrestling background. I come from a boxing background, and I'm, I'm, I used to always go with him, but I would, I would, I was wrestling with guys. I always had Gregor in my corner. I always had like high level guys to to grapple with, and I would, I would be able to do well. Right, I, I would wrestle well. But this dude was so fucking good, man. His name was Andre. He was so good, ridiculously, good. and it wasn't like he was majorly strong. His technique was ridiculous, nuts, right? And I used to always tell this dude, bro, he worked construction. And I was like, dog, you need to fight. <laughs> I was like, you need to learn how to box or kickbox, and you need to fight. You will kill these people. Mm. You will murk everybody. And he was like, no, brother, you know, I need money, brother. I need money now. And da, 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 da. And as he was, I used to tell him every day, I'm like, mm. bro, you need to fight. You should fight. I'm telling you, you should fight. You should learn how to fight. He's like, I just wrestle, brother. I just wrestle. <laughs> I just wrestle. I come. I help coach Yuri, and I just wrestle. That was his thing. He just wanted to wrestle. But he was young. He was like, I just come here to this country, you know. It was just the mindset. It had he I'm sure now when he see the dominance of what's happening in the UFC of like Khabib and all mm-hmm. that stuff, looking back, he's probably older now because he was older than me. He's probably looking back like, fuck man. <laughs> Handy was right. <laughs> he was right. T- he would have murked dudes because he was ridiculous. Um, Own Cheetah God said, I think that you are right, but it's tough since UK boxers are good too. <laughs> <laughs> Who said anything about UK? Gypsy King. Oh man, who fought the other day? Didn't they have a? They had American fight. Uh, what's his name? I couldn't even tell you. Who did American fought? Uh, shit, Kel Brooks. Yeah, didn't American just fight Kel Brooks? Let me see. That was that fight was not for Americans, bro. That was for y'all. Y'all needed that one. Damn. Yeah, Kel Joshua, UK fighter, boxer. Mm -hmm. He's good. Yeah. That's two. Leon Edwards has good boxing, doesn't okay. he? Okay. 
<laughs> Turn the mic off, like I said. I don't know. I just all right. Also, um, oh no, I lost it. Oh, Kamora said it's wild when you realize Russian MMA fighters are mostly failed Olympic wrestlers. Oh shit! They not even the best athletes that those regions have. Look at that. Huh? Shots fired. No, it, no it's, it's true. Those dudes are, are, are nasty, man. And when it comes to wrestling, America and and uh, and Russia, I think they they pretty much take the cake. Want to get some news? I got to get out of here soon. Drop it. Drop it. Drop it. All right. Like Ready? Robert Whitaker recently said in an interview, quote unquote. He's I'm, the best in the world? Yep. I'm the best middleweight in the world. And that a trilogy bout with Israel Adesanya is inevitable. But he also, to, to add on to that statement, he said, this is a direct quote from himself. I'm the best middleweight in the world. Trust me. That's my biggest takeaway. I have no ceiling right now. And I'm enjoying the process. And every fight you see a new developed and evolved version of myself. And honestly, there's no ceiling. I'm going to be the best ever, and it's just a matter of time. And he says that he is targeting a July or August return against Marvin Vittori, saying that he believes he's the toughest test in the division after Adesanya. Hmm. Shout out. Um, do you think he's the best middleweight in the world? No, the best middleweight in the world has the belt. Yeah, I agree with that statement, but I do agree with the statement of him saying Marvin Vittori is the toughest test after Adesanya. I agree with that. Mm-hmm. But I think Robert Whitaker takes that fight if he were to fight him in July or August, like he said. Yeah, I, I can agree with that as well. But, um, yeah, I don't think that's true that he is the greatest middleweight. No, nah, Adesanya is the best 100% right now. The reason why he's too You know what someone said to me one, the other day? What? A friend of mine actually said. He said he thought that Adesanya wasn't that good and that he just came along, had the right time. In, like, in MMA? Yeah, in the division. After he walked through it. <laughs> yeah. And you know what's crazy? When I hear things like that, I just stop. I just don't want to talk MMA with you anymore. Mm. I was like, like, like I, anything that you have to say about combat, that's like, like, like telling me about this person's style or why you think this person, when you say shit like that, I'm just like, you don't know shit. I just kind of just block you out. This is a fighter. Mm. This is a fighter. So it's like, bro, like, what did you say? How did you respond to it? I respond. I was like, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I just didn't want to explain because I just felt like I just can't explain it. If you think that, I'm just like, I'm just not going to explain that to you, bro. Mm. Like, I don't know, man. That dude is highly fucking skilled. Yeah. I mean, obviously, like I said, champion for a reason. Lapped a division. Um, absurd, but that's kind of funny. Uh, all right. Oh, sorry. Yeah, go. <laughs> Uh, uh, they're arguing in chat. Hey, let's go. Dads for dads. 12 months. He is Oy, a black belt. He big said, black belt in the chat. He said, Team Bobby. I feel you, my boy. Okay, you you're, you can have your opinion. It is what it is, but we cannot. Uh, I, for what I'm saying. Uh, I think he's talking about Bobby Green. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> I thought he was talking about Bobby Nux. <laughs> no, I think he's talking about Bobby Green. Because they're arguing in the chat, but. Oh, are they? Oh, Real Hospital. Adesanya so overrated. Damn, y'all wilding. Um, but, uh, yo, Dads for Dads. Shout out to you. Big black belt in the chat, my boy. You already know what it is. 2K wants to know if the guy that said that is in the UFC. The fighter that said that. No, he's not in the UFC, but, you know. Whatever, still. Still. On his way? Yeah, I was like, holy shit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, let me get, shit, let me give How have you made it this far? <laughs> True, honestly. Real, real, like, that's nuts. Yeah. Real Hasbula said, Sehudo said, Hamzat smash Adesanya. Okay. Who, who doesn't Hamzat smash at this time? Smashes everybody because yeah. he's been smashing tilt on video. Yeah, for real. They're over back. and over. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> They've just been forcing that video on us, man. For Kamora real. Forcing said, the bromance on us. 
Ramora said, hot take, but Izzy's career wouldn't be as successful if he fought below 185. That's the ideal division ideal division for his skill set. So you're saying if he I was wouldn't say, able listen, to win I'm not going to say I'm not going to say his success his, his his he wouldn't have the success that he has. But I will say that division is the ideal for his skill set 100%. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can see that, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I would I say that he wouldn't have the you type of know. success we don't know. And that, that's that's we can't speak to that. Mm-hmm. But the division that he's in, it suits his style 100%. Um, because the wrestlers at welterweight, they will lean into your fucking legs, <laughs> and they are fine with that. <laughs> they will lean there and stay there. <laughs> Damn, Hasbula said if Izzy didn't have a 100-inch reach, he would be fighting at Eagle FC. <laughs> Damn. Also, if, if he yeah, wasn't right. in the UFC, he wouldn't be in the UFC. <laughs> Born. Dad um. for Dad says, now I can tell all my friends I'm a black belt. Watch out, boys. Yes, there sir. You go. Big you black ready? belt. Tell you, you a black know. belt under Handy Brown. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, let me get this last news. Oh, there's Drop one it. piece news. Thriller has acquired Bare Knuckle Fighting Championship, and their owner, David Feldman, says they plan on possibly signing the UFC heavyweight champion, Francis Ngannou. Mm. So, yeah, I saw that. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah, I don't think that happens, but, but uh, that's, it's, that's cool. That it Thriller is. It's them. interesting. That's just more money behind them, and they already had uh, deep pockets, apparently. Apparently. We'll see about that. But... Uh, I mean, I doubt it happens, right? Because he's still in their contract. Well, it, I don't know if he's still in the contract. Well, it's championship contract, right? Yeah. So he has another he, fight? Yeah, I think he has one more. So if he doesn't, but he's inactive. And if, if he doesn't fight for a year, apparently, our camera's out. So, but if he doesn't fight for a year, apparently, it um, it it's a, it goes away, I guess. It just, mm, I see. And he's got that surgery, too. Yeah. So, so we'll see what he's, happens. He's going to be inactive for a year. We don't see him in 2022 at all, I think. Yeah. Man, maybe not. Or definitely not. Um, but that's it. That is it. Yeah. Perry versus Paul, real boxing. Ooh. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, right. Uh, um, real Hasbula about Francis said never happening, but good le- leverage. Yeah, I agree. I agree. But yeah, I think that's that, man. Yep, that is it, people. That's it for the show. Thank we'll you for see y'all in. on. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Damn, we were on for a while today. Yeah, Damn, we, we were on we, for a while today. It's been, yeah, you guys we, oh, skipped last week. Oh, we got double. Oh, we got double. Uh oh, uh oh, uh oh, uh oh. There we go. I think that we needed to do that, though, because you know what? Last week we skipped last week's show. Yeah, we yeah we did. It's all right. 2K said, I demand a stream tonight after my nap. We'll see. Uh, Randy's silent, so <laughs> take that Randy, how you Randy want. said, Walking Dead tonight. Huh. Oh wait, true. We got Bellator tonight. If you guys want to watch some fights, you got Bellator. I think it's live on YouTube right wait, now. Wait, Paige fights yeah. on Bellator? I thought she was no, her husband. Oh, bueno. Good for them. Mm, okay, what shit. time are you napping? <laughs> he said Randy ain't streaming. Um. Hi everyone. Uh, any <laughs> questions you guys have? No, no more questions allowed. I need to leave. Shut it down immediately. Shut it down immediately. All right, man. Um, you know what I had to do. Yeah, we do. I had to do it. Exactly. I had to do it. That's the uh, only way. Wadi said, "Hope Sanford was good to you, Randy." I saw somebody else asked about Sanford also that if you were beating up on everyone out there. I love you too. Sanford was cool. Sanford was cool. I didn't really do. Uh, I don't really get to spar with anybody like that. It's too many welterweights, man. That whole shit is just. He said Mickey Gall was out there. Yeah, right. Welterweights so. everywhere. Was he? Hmm. 
But much love, y'all. Peace out. Have a wonderful night. We'll see you guys. Love. We'll see y'all on Sunday. Sunday. And for those of you in the Discord, we'll see y'all. Also, get in on the Discord if you're trying to see what Randy was talking about. Oh, is that what it is? Okay, bye. Okay, bye. Hasta luego. Okay, so what was it, Randy?